Do you experience eye strain from too much blue light exposure from screens? Well, Baxter Blue has you covered. These glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we have all been glued to our devices more than ever. I know for me, during the pandemic, I got my first pair of blue light glasses because I started getting crazy headaches because I was literally glued to my phone and laptop. Our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. But Baxter Blue is a force for good and they also provide a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every single pair sold. Literally, so great. Baxter Blue is giving you guys 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in the show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign you've all been waiting for to invest in a pair of blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. If you're new here, welcome to She's Going Places. I am so happy to have you here. And if you are an SGP regular, welcome back. Um, I am so excited for this week's episode because, I mean, this really just dives into why I'm doing this episode and we're really just hopping right into it. Right now, we have a lot of new listeners because an Instagram reel that I posted a, about a week ago has gotten over, at this point, 60,000 views. Uh, thank you, Instagram. And so if that's you, I hear you. I see you. Definitely go down below and leave me a review and let me know that you're here from that Instagram reel. But it has seriously been the craziest couple of days because literally overnight and over the last couple days I've gained like hundreds of followers on the Instagram account, gotten thousands of new downloads on all of our episodes and it has really just been such a surreal experience. So thank you guys for being a part. Thank you guys for putting some eyes on one of my favorite things that I get to do with my life. Um, And so this episode has been something, obviously you guys saw the title, we're talking about what is your purpose and it has been a topic that I get asked about so frequently and it's something that all of you are dying to know like I can probably tell you once a week I get a dm or uh, someone answers a question box or something asking me like can you please do an episode about purpose like or Taylor I feel really stuck in what I'm doing and I just don't feel like I'm like living a purpose-filled life or Taylor like how did you figure out what your purpose was and what is my purpose and and my audience is high school college and post-grad young women and so when you're talking like this is like the most like essential and crucial years of your life when you you're really forced to reevaluate and look at yourself and think about your purpose. And so this has always been an episode I've been wanting to do. It's been something I've never felt ready to do or it didn't ever feel like the right timing. But if I'm going to be honest, this is just it just felt really right because right now it's in we're all in summertime and life can feel like you're at a standstill. I don't know what season you guys are in, but a lot of you are probably in a season of waiting. Maybe you're waiting on high school to end or you're waiting on that next year or or you're nervous and you're waiting on test results and you're waiting on the next best thing. Or maybe you're in a point where you're not fully comprehending your identity. You're in a season of unknown and you don't know what you think about things, you feel confused, you feel overwhelmed, you don't know what your next step is, and so that's a scary season. And maybe for some of you, your life feels purposeless. 
And that sounds really sad, but you would be shocked by the amount of people who reach out to me and tell me that they feel like they don't have a purpose. And that honestly breaks my heart. And so if you if you are any one of these people, this episode's for you. Because I really wanted to answer this, this big, big burning question that most of the time people are really scared to answer because they don't feel like they have the answer. Or maybe everyone feels like the answer is different for everybody, da-da-da-da-da. But I really wanted to sit down and answer the question, what is my purpose? Because I feel like it's the most important question that we as young women, or honestly young men, we're getting some, some male listeners, um, are faced with. And it, and it is the most pivotal thing that you can come to terms with. And so this is a loaded question because I have struggled with how I've wanted to present the topic on this podcast because... She's Going Places is not a religious podcast. Now, hold on. Some of you probably just heard me say religion and you're like, oh, I'm turning this off. (laughs) Um, But hear me out. Listen to me. Stick with me. She's Going Places is not a religious podcast and that is intent. That was an intentional choice. I'm not listed under the religious category. I'm not, I don't label myself as a Christian podcast, but I am a Christian. Therefore, just Christian principles of my life just bleed out into everything I do. That's just who I am. And so this is a lifestyle podcast about my life and my life view and my experiences. And therefore, Christ is going to be at the center of all of it. And so I know that some of you are Christians. I know some of you aren't. I know some of you literally just stumbled across my account because of an Olivia Rodrigo TikTok. And maybe you thought my Instagram was cute and you decided to follow. Now you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, okay, I'm five minutes in. Like, I, ca- I cannot keep listening to this girl. Like, this this doesn't feel like it's for me. But if I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to my purpose if I didn't take this opportunity with a vast new set of eyes to share this. And if I'm going to be honest, like there was a moment there where I really thought, I was like, Taylor, you need to think of something to do for this week because like it's a big week. Like what you had planned isn't good enough because now you have all these eyes and you need it to be an amazing podcast that people are going to love. And it needs to be like great for everyone, very neutral so that everyone wants to stay subscribed and listening and that you can retain these listeners. And so I was like, don't do anything too polarizing. Don't do anything too opinionated. And then Honestly, I just, the Holy Spirit really convicted me about it because at the end of the day, this platform is not mine. And that is something I've been so prayerfully careful about throughout this entire process. No matter how many followers I get, no matter how many downloads I get, no matter how many eyes that I have on me, is that this podcast isn't about me, you know? And so the Holy Spirit really convicted me and was like, this is the time. Like, this is the time to do the purpose episode because you have something to say and I'm going to bless it. And so I don't know what the Lord is going to do through this episode. And I don't know how you feel about all of the things I've already just said. But I'm just here to say, however you got here, if you stumbled across my account on Instagram, if you've been subscribed since day one, if you got a DM from our account, I don't know how you got here. Maybe a friend texted you this episode. You are listening to this episode for a purpose. You want to talk about purpose? This is not an accident. You did not click on this episode by accident. I'm believing that God is going to do big, big things through this episode. And I don't I don't believe in chance. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in the in the superstition of it all. You are here listening to this and listening to what I have to say on purpose for a purpose. So I can tell you about your purpose. Okay, so disclaimer. We're going to hop right into it. I know all of you. I've never done anything like this for my episodes where I give these big, big monologues before we hop in. But my disclaimer is if 
if you are a believer, this is language that you are probably really familiar with. Um, and like, you're probably thinking, Taylor, you're making such a big deal about this. Like, why are you even talking about this? But this disclaimer is for the girl or guy who's listening and then you're not a believer or you do not come to listen to She's Going Places for anything spiritual. I encourage you to just hang tight with me for the next 30 minutes to an hour. Who knows how long I'm going to ramble because at the end of it, you have nothing to lose. If you feel uncomfortable by what I'm saying right now, or you're like, oh, I don't know, Taylor, like this isn't, this isn't what I want to hear. Every single one of you listening to this has, you clicked on this episode. You saw the title, figuring out your purpose. I'm not sure what I'm going to title it yet, but it's something along the lines. What's my purpose? That's probably what it's going to be because you want the answer. And so I may not be packaging it the way you thought. I'm bringing up my relationship with the Lord and that might be, oh, no, 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 no. That's not my purpose. Like, but if you're really that curious and you're really trying to figure out what's your purpose, would it kill you to give give me the next hour? Would it kill you to just take a jump of faith? You have nothing to lose. You'll lose the hour. Big whoop. You probably waste 10 hours a day on TikTok. Give me an hour and just let me talk and then shoot me a DM and just tell me what you think. Okay? So that's my disclaimer. We're going to hop right into it. We're going to talk about something that the Lord has really placed on my heart and that I feel really passionate about. And so I'm really excited that I get to share this with you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening and supporting the show and for giving me the opportunity to do this. It is literally by God through God. So thank you guys. Okay, let's just hop into, I've done this in episodes before um, when I've talked about, um, I don't even remember what episode it was, but I basically structured it as like, what does the world say about this? And then what does God say about this? So we're going to start with what the world says about this, about what is your purpose? So I Googled, what is my purpose? No other context. And I found tons of quizzes and questions that would help me find my purpose. Like there was titles that was like the seven strange questions that will help you find purpose. Or here's a test that you can take to find your purpose. And it was, there's all these like articles and places that you could go. (laughs) And I'm going to read you some of these questions that I asked to help me um, reflect and figure out my purpose. And I don't say this in like a mockery way. I just, these were genuinely questions. So hear me. One of the questions was, what makes you forget to eat and poop? (laughs) That was legitimately a question. It basically went into like, what, what do you enjoy doing so much that you like forget to have lunch or that you forget you have to go to the bathroom because like you enjoy doing it so much, right? That sounds, that sounds nice, right? What do you, what do you think? There's tons of things that I do that I forget. Okay, yeah, I guess I could see how that would help me figure out who I am. Okay, next question. If you knew you were going to die in a year, what would you do and why? I mean, we hear that all the time. Like, if you knew you were going to die in a day, what would you? how would you spend your day? And it's like this, like, super complex, scary question that a lot of times is really, really difficult to answer. And, and you've heard it a hundred times, but I don't know if you ever sat down and actually thought about it. I mean... If some, if I had to figure out what I had to do in the day, I know the answer of what I would do. I know it definitely gives you a sense of like boldness because you're like, oh my gosh, I have a, year, a day left to live. Like nothing matters or I have a year left to live. Like the social pressures don't matter. Social media doesn't matter. My insecurities don't matter. Things like that. So, I mean, yeah, that helps put life in perspective, don't you think? Next question. How are you going to save the world? What? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I do because I know my purpose. Like, I guess I, 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 I guess me, Taylor Cordy, I, I know how to answer that. But for someone who is confused about their purpose, if they're asked how they're going to save the world, they're just going to look at this article and be like, 
this is not helpful for me at all. I don't know my purpose, so how am I going to save the world? I'm not sure. And so the more I read all of these questions and, and I got a good laugh about them and I thought about them, I realized that all of these questions did was force me to focus inward and think about myself. What would I do? How would I think if? How would I react when? Me, 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 me. But the truth of the matter is, is that a me-focused life is not fulfilling at all. In a quest to find your purpose, focusing on just you and what satisfies you and what makes you happy and what makes you feel blank, that is not a fulfilling life. That I, I'm doing premarital counseling right now, right? And so I was reading Meaning of Marriage by Timothy Keller. If you're getting married soon, if you want to get married at any point, read the book. It's amazing. I just started it. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend already. I'm only in the first chapter. But as I was reading it, it's it was framing basically why our world has like ruined like the purpose of marriage or like the idea of marriage is misconstrued and, and how people think about marriage is wrong. And it goes into this this note that like how different it is from the 1950s till it is now is that we view marriage in a selfish way. We think about how our partner can serve us, but we don't, we want our partner to like not want to change me and I don't want to have to work to change them, but I want them to get along perfectly with me, but I don't want to have to change my life and our career goals should match and everything should align and they should, should support my dreams and love me how I am and me, 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 me. And we think everything should serve us and be convenient to us. And that's why it's so hard for us to find this quote-unquote perfect partner because we're so dang picky because we think everything should be about us. And so I just, obviously, not a coincidence that I was reading that today, the day that I was going to record this, because I came to the point of realizing, like, you can only care about yourself for so long. Because, like, I've done the selfish thing just naturally, like, being in middle school, being a teenager, being a college student, it's easy to be selfish. That is the default. But when you're only caring about yourself for so long, it's exhausting. Like, even if you have the right amount of money, eventually that will never satisfy because eventually you'll want more and then it it won't be enough. Or you can have the perfect relationship, but eventually you're going to get bored. And eventually the honeymoon phase is going to end. And eventually you're going to think, oh yeah, my boyfriend's great, but like, I don't have great friends. And all of a sudden, this perfect relationship isn't enough. And you can have the best body, but eventually you're going to think, wow, I, I spend all of my time focusing on how perfect my body looks that I haven't spent time pouring into meaningful friendships. Or I avoided spending time with my family while I was home because I made myself work out for three hours. Or I'm not enjoying what I'm eating at all because I'm just forcing myself to eat healthy. Like, eventually, none of this will satisfy. You can have it and the thing you want, and you can eventually get there. But once you get there, you're just going to realize how much more you want. And that's just been my experience with chasing after worldly things. Everything that I've ever wanted or sought after that hasn't had Christ at the center of it, it has never satisfied. I mean, I think of relationships that I wanted when I was in high school that it had nothing to do with the, the Lord at the center of it. It was just all coming from a game. And I loved the chase and I loved the idea of achieving this relationship and getting into this relationship with this guy and idolizing the idea of him or the idea of how it would work or the idea of what that relationship would give me or what that meant for me. Or there was times when I was chasing talent and I was chasing um, my desires and my pursuits and like 
wanting to be like famous is the wrong word for it, but like chasing this idea of like the approval of people and the approval of my talent and the approval of how I performed. And and that didn't satisfy either. I could get the accolations, I could get the awards, I could get the part in the show, I could get whatever. But then once that was over, it was over. It it just it just didn't satisfy. And so all that is to say is that the world is going to tell you that your purpose is found in things, your purpose is found in people, your purpose is found in relationships. Maybe the world has told you that your purpose is found in wealth. Maybe you've thought this idea that if I just get the perfect job and then I'll finally be able to stop working or then it's just you just get wrapped up in this idea that your purpose is found in blank. But there's only one answer for that blank because if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this, or even if you are, if you plug in any other word to that blank, it will disappoint you. (laughs) And that's kind of a horrible thing to come to terms with, but it's also the most relieving thing ever because there's only one answer. People would always tell me, or I would always read that your purpose is blank and everyone has a different purpose or everyone finds a different purpose. And that's such a stressful thing when you're a middle schooler thinking, how am I, how, I understand why it's so overwhelming because you think to yourself, how on earth am I going to find my purpose? There's this quote, I'm pretty sure it's Mark Twain, where it's like the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why, right? And I remember sitting there hearing that quote and thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to figure out why I was put on this earth? Like, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm good at I'm good at acting. Maybe maybe that's why I was put on this earth. Or I'm really good at English. Maybe I, maybe I'm meant to be an author. Or at one point, I was like, I can be a fashion designer. <laughs> that's why I'm put on this earth. And there's so many blanks. And I feel like typically you find like jobs or skills as a good way to put in that blank. Or maybe you might find yourself like, I know I'm put on this earth to be a mom. Like that's my purpose. I want to raise a family. I want to do X, Y, Z. I want to be a good wife. I want to... And those are all good things. Don't get me wrong. Those are all great things that is just part of being on this earth. But once again, none of those things singular, singular, on their own are enough. And I don't say that to depress you or to upset you, but it's to kind of wake you up and simplify your life. And oftentimes, even though I've known this for so long, I need this to be reminded to me constantly because I forget my purpose. Because I forget who my purpose is in. And the truth of the matter is, is that your purpose is found in Jesus Christ. Whether you're a Christian or not, that is who your purpose and who your identity is wrapped in because he is the one who created you. He put you on this earth for a purpose, on purpose. You're not here by accident. And so let's chat about what your purpose is according to God. Now, I found in doing research for this, this amazing article that honestly, while I was stressed out about how I was going to put all of this into words, all these crazy thoughts in my head, um, cornerstone.edu, they just, they made this blog post about what God's purpose for your life is and how you find it. And it really just perfectly exemplified what I was trying to get across. And so credit to them. You can definitely go check out the article. I'll link the article in the show notes. Definitely want to give them credit. But I felt like this was a really great, concise way because I feel like I would just ramble on here for like three hours because it just excites me. But this is a great way for someone who's either heard this their entire life or has never heard this at all to really comprehend and hear this. So let's hop into how to discover God's purpose for your life. 
and you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, Taylor, you just told me about all, I just had my identity wrapped in all of these things and you just told me all of that doesn't matter. You're kind of like rocking my world right now. And so take a breath, <laughs> breathe for a second. And I, I'm here with you. Um, I've wrestled with this literally my entire life. And so this has become um, common language for me. And so if it isn't for you, don't feel bad about feeling overwhelmed because everyone's been overwhelmed about it at some point. But if you want to discover God's purpose for your life, first step is to go to God in prayer. Now, first off, there's some of you who probably don't believe in God who are listening to this. And so you're, once again, I'm pugging that disclaimer in one more time. Last time I'll do it. I won't be annoying. Once again, just hang here. Just hang here and listen. You can laugh at me. <laughs> you can joke around. You can just put me on in the background. It's okay. If you're here, I'm happy. Just, just hear me out. So first, go to God in prayer. If you've ever felt purposeless, just ask God to give you wisdom and direction. James 1.5 says, if, you, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. I know that for me with, with my prayer life, in seasons where I've been so confused and so stressed out, I, was, I knew I needed to go to God in prayer, but I just wasn't doing it. And literally, James tells us that if we ask God for wisdom, he will give it, period. And I think we get our prayer life so convoluted because we are typically, it's much easier for us to ask God for things or to ask God for a boyfriend, ask God for help on the test, ask God for the A, ask God for a better relationship, ask God for friends. But it's not as common for us to ask God for wisdom. And so if you ask God for wisdom, he will give it. And so if you're feeling purposeless, he is, the per he is the one who created you and gave you a purpose. And so he's the person to ask. Don't jump through all these other hoops. It's like you are reading a book and you love the book so much, but there's something about the main character that like goes unanswered. And instead of you going straight to the author of the book to just ask them what they meant by something, that's like you scrolling through TikTok and looking for fan theories. Oh, this is a great example. Taylor Swift. All my Taylor Swift girls out there, listen up. It's like when you're listening to Taylor Swift's album, right? And there's like a deeper meaning to all of her songs. And instead of going to Taylor Swift, which I know that sounds hilarious, instead of just asking her what she meant by a lyric, which she seems completely unapproachable, you go on a TikTok and you read all of these like Swifty fan theories and you're on Wattpad and you're on, uh, what's it called, Reddit and you're Googling and you're searching and you're watching TikToks about all these theories and the Easter eggs and you're trying to figure it all out and jumping through a hundred million hoops to try and figure out what she meant by this one thing as opposed to just going directly to the source and I know that sounds silly thinking about it in regards to Taylor Swift but there really is a parallel like with God and your purpose like if you're really trying to figure it out why go through all of this work of searching through the world and searching through things and searching through items when you can just ask the author of your life and so God wants to give you a purpose. He wants to bestow divine wisdom on you. It's not like God is sitting there like holding out on you. He put you on this earth for a purpose and he just wants you to be miserable on this earth. That's crazy. He desires for you to have a joyful, ambitious, and purpose-filled life. And all you have to do is ask God for purpose and expect him to give it to you. It's promised to you. Next one is read God's word. Now, duh, this sounds so simple. But for me, and I've, I've talked pretty candidly about like my um, experience with reading the Bible and for some reason it's really hard for me to have quiet time and, and where I've struggled with that. But the primary way that God speaks to us is through the Bible. And this means that 
once again, the first thing that you should do in your search for your purpose for your life is start digging into scripture. I mean, there's there's so much in there. It is literally God's written word that you can physically walk into Barnes and Noble and get in your own hands. Doesn't that feel crazy? Like if if I were to simplify this for you, it's all of the answers for your purpose, for what God has for you, literally to answer every question that you have if if you don't understand how a relationship dynamic should work if you don't understand how your relationship with money should work if you don't understand how you how you and your parents should function every answer to every question is in the bible so what are we doing not reading the bible it when you think about that it really feels silly but the first thing you should be doing is digging into scripture because I mean, the truth of the matter is you're not going to find any verses that tell you that you're that you're meant to be a dancer or that you're meant to be an engineer or that you're meant to travel the world. That's not going to be in there. But by reading the Bible, you're going to begin to start understanding the heart of God and how he designed you and why he designed you and why you're on this earth. And that puts your whole purpose into perspective. Psalms 119, 105 says, the word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. God's word is designed to bring light into your path that literally otherwise is so dark. In the Bible, you learn how to live wisely in God's word, which is the first step into finding your purpose. Once again, it's all about wisdom. Next one is to determine your gifts and strengths. God has given you very specific gifts and strengths. And I feel like this is like where it starts getting difficult in understanding your purpose. You're like, well, like, what am I good at? You know, we've all sat there and asked ourselves that. Maybe you're writing like a college essay or you're filling out an application for a scholarship or I know in some application at some points, what are your strengths and weaknesses? That's like the worst question ever. But God truly has given you very specific gifts and very specific strengths. There are things that you're good at. There's no one listening to this that can confidently say that they're good at nothing or that they don't have a gift in something. God's purpose for you then probably involves the things that you're already good at. Think about it. God made you perfectly and he gave you those specific gifts and strengths. Don't you think that God will use those gifts and strengths for your purpose? That's like having a cell phone and it's programmed to do all of these features and then you're just not turning it on and not using it. Like a cell phone is programmed to make calls and send texts and whatever. And then you're, you're not using it to do those things. Like it is programmed for a purpose. Everything around us has purpose. Like I'm sitting here, there's a mug. What's the point of the mug? To drink things out of it. But for me right now, I'm holding bobby pins in it. Like <laughs> there's different functions for things, but you have specific gifts and strengths and purposes placed inside of you by God. And so there's tons of tools that you can use if you feel like you can't really identify your gifts or strengths. There's the Enneagram, which you know we love here on She's Going Places. You can go into small groups and discussion about it and have people in your life that are looking at your life and can point out these things. There's books that you can read. I mean, literally so many. If you need book recommendations, please just shoot me a direct message. There's education, going to college, taking courses, learning about these. Like, There's so many tools out there to help you find your gifts and strengths if you're feeling overwhelmed and confused. So definitely utilize those. Next one is to determine your passions. What is something that you are passionate about? This can be anything. It can be, I mean, this can be about art. This can be about musical theater. This can be about crafting. This can be about social media, 
that's something I'm passionate about. This can be about dolphin training. You guys know I wanted to be a dolphin trainer when I was little. This can be about makeup and beauty and fashion. This can be about the influencer space. This can be about YouTube. This could be about software engineering. Literally, the sky's the limit. What is something that you're passionate about? And I know you guys have all heard this question before, but if money wasn't an issue, what would you love to do? Like if you weren't having a job to make money, there was no such thing as making money. Everyone just lived making money did not matter. What would you do? (laughs) That's a really compelling question. And one that as I'm asking, I'm thinking, dang, what would I do with all my time if money didn't matter? (laughs) And if you, if you're sitting there and really thinking about it, it kind of quiets you because I know probably you, just like me, are consumed with either where am I going to college so that I can get a job and have this career or you're in college thinking, oh my gosh, how on earth am I going to get a job with this GPA? Or you're thinking, I'm in a career and I don't like it or what, whatever it might be and it's all for the purpose of just like making money and to live a lifestyle. But if money wasn't an issue, what would you love doing? By determining your passions, it often helps you figure out what God has called you to do. It's often said that God works at the intersection of our gifts and passions. Where do your gifts meet your passions? That may be God's purpose for you. I just read that from the article. But isn't that so good? It's often said that God's work at the intersection of our gifts and our passions. And so when you're figuring out your gifts and you figure out your passions, where do those two meet? And so... To give you some like applicable, applicable nature really quick, gifts and strengths, I really, truly, and confidently believe that the Lord has given me the gift of shepherding. I feel so called to it. I feel so well equipped to do it. I care about people. Um, the spiritual gift of shepherding is basic. Think about it, like a shepherd, shepherd and sheep, um, and uh, just leading others and being in small group. And I, I'm passionate about small groups and communication. And obviously that's the career I'm going into is communication. It all really ties together. Nice, pretty bow. And passions, passions are young women and passions are sharing the gospel and passions are about being a good friend and a good person. Like where my passions are in my heart for people and loving people well. Well, if I take shepherding and I take my passion of loving people well, you have She's Going Places podcast. <laughs> Bam. The intersection of the two is what I'm doing right here. Where do your gifts meet your passions? That is God's purpose for you. Next one, bring others into your life. Proverbs 11:14 says, "Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors there is safety." In other words, one of the main ways that God wants to help you find your purpose is through others. Think about it. You have parents and siblings and teachers and professors and friends all put around you for a purpose. However, a a note needs to be made here because these counselors need to be people that you trust, whether it's your professors, parents, friends. It needs to be people that you trust, that you love, and that you know that they want what's best for you. And you want wise people around you who are also in the word, who are also pursuing Jesus, who are also praying for you. You want wise people around you to be getting advice from. And that's just a core message of She's Going Places. Be wise with who you choose to surround yourself with. Next one is take solitude. Now, we're talking about community, so I'm not saying ignore all the people around you, but sometimes it can be really helpful to get away from everything. I know me. 
literally today. I had a borderline panic attack about how much my phone was buzzing and how much I had to do and how busy life was. And so it's really important to take some time to think, to pray, to journal. You don't have to spend like a week in the woods or go on a retreat or like meditate alone for this to be effective. Even just a day, like the Sabbath even, even just a day of not hustling and grinding can be so rewarding. And if that means you're taking solitude by journaling at night, by praying at night, doing like quiet time, whatever that is, like quiet your heart, quiet your mind. Because during these retreats, in quiet times, you're allowing yourself to simply be still. I was I was talking um, to a friend about this the other day, but because I was like home and in this season where, I mean, honestly, last week I was thinking I was in a season of like peace and quiet and I'm home right now and there's nothing for me to do and how, and I was just like alone with my thoughts, which is where a lot of you might be right now. Life has drastically picked up in the last week. So that's no longer the case, but for that one week, it was nice. Um, but it, it allowed me to sit there and really reflect and think and ponder, which then was like, oh my gosh, I haven't taken the time to breathe and think about like, am I happy? Is this what I want? Like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, that's why quarantine was so shocking is because you were really like alone with yourself and you're like, oh, this is not, <laughs> this is not good. But during this time, you can ask God for direction and listen for his voice. And this doesn't need to be complicated or elaborate rituals. I remember thinking about like hearing God speak and man, that's like a whole other can of worms that we don't have time to open. But I would really wrestle with this in middle school and high school because people would be like, oh my gosh, I've heard God speak. And I'm like, what? I have not. I am not favored. I am not chosen. Um, the Lord has not spoken to me. But Hebrews... 11.6 is a reminder that God always rewards those who seek him. He's not hiding in the dark. He's not trying to keep his will hidden from you. He wants to guide you. You just have to ask. And for the for the ladies out there who are thinking, oh my gosh, I'm doing all of that and the Lord hasn't spoken to me either. You might just be listening for the wrong things. The Lord doesn't just speak in this big audible voice from heaven, which he does. But he also speaks through people around you. He speaks through his word. He speaks through your quiet time. So don't be discouraged by that. That's just a little side note because I know I was really discouraged by that. Lastly, from this article, the last point that it made was trust God. When you're trying to discover your purpose, that can be so stressful and overwhelming. It can seem like such a big, confusing subject that is ultimately extremely frustrating because you're probably sitting here hearing me talking, well, Taylor found her purpose. Why don't I have my purpose? (laughs) You want to move forward, but you're not sure how. You want to find your purpose, but you feel like you're aimlessly wandering and you're doing all these things and you're stressed out and you're just overwhelmed. You can trust God to lead you where he wants you to go. Psalms 23, 2-3 says, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You might feel confused right now and feel like you're aimlessly wandering, but God is not confused. God has you right where he wants you. Even And I hope that this is a comfort for everyone who's listening, no matter what you believe or what you think. Take comfort in the fact that where you are right now, you are perfectly positioned for God's purpose for you. Perfectly positioned. You may feel like you're wandering. You may feel like you have no purpose. You may feel like the season right now literally means nothing. God has you there intentionally. So take comfort in that and trust God. Now, to wrap all of this up with a pretty bow, I've said a lot to you guys in the last last bit. Here's Taylor's take and, and really how I 
where my heart is behind this episode and why I felt called to share it with all these new eyes on the podcast to sit here and say this sentence. The only place that I, Taylor Cordy, find purpose is through my relationship with Jesus. I have tried, I've guys, I have tried to find it in every other place. I've tried to find it in friendships. I've tried to find it in school. I've tried to find it in jobs. I've tried to find it in awards. I've tried to find it in praise. Nothing else has satisfied. And if you're anything like me, you've had the exact same experience. If you don't know Jesus, you're, you're feeling like this. Nothing that you're finding your purpose, your identity, or your calling in is satisfying. It doesn't feel like enough. It doesn't feel good enough. It doesn't feel right. It just it, It's just not it. And there's all that to say. This podcast, what I'm doing right now, and why I feel I felt so led to share this with y'all is because this podcast is part of my purpose. Not for the followers or for the numbers or for the amount of downloads. It's for what I get to do with the platform that God has given me. I, I never in my wildest dreams, and it's funny because this is the anniversary episode. I didn't even say that at the beginning, but it's been one year of She's Going Places. It's incredible what has happened in the last year. A year ago today, none of this, none of this existed. But in the year, God has prepared me and equipped me and given me this podcast and this community and this platform and and it's my job to shepherd it well and so to boil it all down if I'm breaking your heart this whole episode if you were listening at the beginning of this and thought to yourself there is no way I get through this whole hour if you're sitting there waiting to hear what I have to say because you you don't know what to say yourself if you've never heard someone say this to you before, this is this is when you're going to hear it. I would be doing all thousands of you a disservice if I didn't. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and completely gave of himself. Everything that he had, he died to himself for you, for me. And for me knowing this, how can I not live in the fullness that God gives me through his sacrifice? I live knowing that Jesus, the Son of God, became man, lived on earth a completely sinless, blameless life, and died for my sins, died for my wrongdoing, died for my improper thoughts, died for my pride, died for my lust, died for my deceit, died, died for every bad thing that I would ever do, every sin I would ever commit. How can I know that and not live in the fullness that God has for me? My purpose is to glorify God in everything I do. And what is, that's it. Bottom line. My purpose is to glorify God in everything I do. And what does that translate to? I'm glorifying God in my relationships. I'm glorifying God on my college campus. I'm glorifying God through my grades and being successful and working hard. I'm glorifying God in my future marriage and preparing for that and keeping myself pure and striving to be the best future wife that I can be. Glorifying God at my job. It, it all stems that all of these things that the world tells us our purpose is found in, like I just rambled off, your grades, going to college, where you are, what you're doing, your social status, your marital status, whatever it is. Yes, those, those are things that your purpose is better through, through the lens of Jesus Christ. All of these pieces of my life 
make sense and are clear through the lens of Jesus Christ and giving God the glory in everything I do. And at the end of the day, all of this stuff that I just rambled off, none of it matters except through Christ. None of it. And I don't know about you, that makes my life <laughs> feel so much better because the weight of having to do all of those things perfectly or to have the answers for how to live the most fulfilled life in each of those individual areas is off of my shoulders. Because it was never designed to be found by me. It was never designed to be discovered by me. It was never decided to be decided by me. This idea where each and every one of us just decides what our own purpose is or why we're on this earth or what makes us happy. No, it was never meant to be that complicated. There's one answer and there's one answer only. I said this at the beginning of the episode. There is one answer for what your purpose is and your purpose is found in Jesus Christ. And so I know this podcast is not a quote unquote Christian podcast, but I'd be doing all of you a disservice if I didn't take the time to do this. So thank you guys so much if you got this far for listening to this episode. I'm really trusting and believing that the Lord is going to bless it and he's going to do amazing things with this episode. I am so thankful for this platform and thankful for each and every one of you for showing up every week and listening and, and making this podcast possible. I am so proud of all of you. I'm praying for all of you. I adore all of you. I want the best for all of you. I want all of you to find your purpose through Jesus. And, I, and I'm just believing in that for all of you. And so if you're listening to this episode and you have more questions or you, you need more information, literally just slide into the She's Going Places DM. I'm going to try and answer everybody and be there for y'all and be the sister that I want to be to each and every one of you. And so... I mean, I guess that's it. That's this week's episode. It feels kind of crazy to just like let all of that out. I feel like I just like gave birth to a baby or something. Um, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the best year of she's going places I could have ever asked for. You guys are amazing. Um, I'm not really doing any plugs in this episode. I really just want it to stand alone as it is. But if you want to reach out to me at she's going places podcast on Instagram, I'm on there all the time. Um, yeah. I love you guys. Y'all are the best. Thank you so, so much. I mean, the only really way to boil this down and end this episode is to say, have a great week and let's go places together.